Hi, I'm Richard Randall, and welcome to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker, owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. This is the weekly radio show that informs and educates you on how to buy or to sell real estate with Colorado Springs Real Estate Authority, Barb Schlinker. Barb Schlinker is a retired Navy veteran. She is an author. Barb is a pilot, and Barb Schlinker enjoys all that Colorado Springs has to offer with her amazing team. Barb, always great to be talking with you, and this real estate market is very robust. Many people feel that it'll come crashing down like it did in 2008. Why are we not in another housing bubble? Yeah, this is a very interesting subject, and a lot of people are afraid of it. I've actually done quite a bit of research on it because there are some people that are assuming that it will crash, but there's a lot of actual economic factors in play where I don't believe that to be true at all. First of all, just in one year, house values have gone up 16.2%. Okay, across the board, that's unbelievable. Normal appreciation for this market might be five to seven percent. Since 2014, I would say we've been going up between probably seven to 16 percent, last year being the largest. But any market is basically defined by supply and demand, just like basic economics. In real estate, it's defined as what they call month, M-O-N-T-H-S, months of supply. Um, And it's based on the number of current homes available for sale as compared to the number of buyers, what's selling in the market. So as of uh, just a few days ago, the stats came out, indicated that in the Colorado Springs region, we have a two-week supply of homes. To put that in perspective, a normal supply, a balanced market, is about six months of homes on the market. So what happened back in the, during the, what they call the mortgage meltdown or the real estate actual bubble that took place between 2006 and 2008? There are a lot of different economic factors. One of them was that the months of supply was actually pretty pretty even. It was between five and 11 months of supply. And the housing demand was based on the fact that it was very easy to get financing. Anybody with a pulse and some people without a pulse could get financing. You just had to go to the bank and say, hey, my credit score is above 580. I make 100,000 a month or whatever you want to say. And I would like to get a million dollar loan at 80% first and 20% second. And they would give it to you based on no financial data. So because of this, there was this buying frenzy that took place. They called it irrational exuberance. Okay. And many people got these loans that they could not afford. And they got them under what they call teaser interest rates where the rates initially were fictitiously low. So at the time, the rates were about 6%. They got these interest rates that were like 2 or 1% rather. Okay, that's great. So it kept their payments low for two years. And then after two years, their payments ballooned. I mean, more than doubled. Okay, so that is not the case now. We have low interest rates. 
Uh, we don't have very many people getting those adjustable teaser rates. Another factor is that the millennials are starting to buy homes. They're actually the largest generation this country has ever had. They're coming of age. They're getting married. They're having kids. They're buying homes. So that's a big driver in home ownership right now. God bless the millennials. Richard? You're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She's the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. You can reach Barb at 719-301-3900. And Barb, those millennials that we're talking about, boy, all of us have got someone that we know, usually in our family. It might be a nephew, a child, grandchild, whatever that falls into that group. And we're talking about the top three reasons why we are not in a housing bubble. Barb, what is another reason why you think this real estate market is strong and really strong? Well, the millennials entering the market are also factoring in that a lot of them are, are having the benefit of working from home. So it changes the definition of home for them. Are they gonna be in an apartment? Are they gonna have a house with their own office? There's a lot of things that have changed in the infrastructure of how we work right now because of COVID. Some are good, most are bad. Um, so, and the interest rates are so low when buyers are buying homes, typically their payment is less than rent. So it really makes sense to do this. Here's another big factor, okay? Huge factor actually, is that unlike the housing bubble, more households have a lot of equity in their home. So I remember back between 2005 and 2007, there was, I don't know if you remember, Richard, there was like this refinance frenzy going on. Americans actually pulled out $824 billion in equity out of their house. People were using their house's equity as money machines. Do you remember that when that was taking place? I do. In fact, I participated in a portion of that, not the money machine part of it and taking money out of the house, but the refinancing, a lot of people doing it just to get better and great rates. Back in those days, uh, we would laugh at those rates these days. But yeah, it, it was a completely different atmosphere, Barb. It was different. And a lot of people were told, don't worry, you know, if you pull this equity out of your house and you can pay off all your credit cards and everything will be good and your payment will be lower. That was the salesman talking, selling a loan. And the more loan that they sell, the more money they make, right? And so these people did it without really realizing that there was kind of this house of cards taking place where people that were getting these loans many times could not afford it. They were told not to worry, even if you're getting those teaser rates, you can just, the market value is going to go up and you'll just refinance and it'll all be good. So according to Census Bureau data, right now, 38% of owner-occupied homes in the U.S. are owned free and clear, meaning they don't have a mortgage. They're a fully paid for home. They own that home. The lender cannot come and foreclose on them. That represents 17.8 million people that are what they consider equity rich, meaning they're living in an asset. So they could sell the home, take the money, go buy another house. They could take money out of it. There's, there's a lot of options for them. Uh, and, and actually, in fact, one out of three mortgages 
owe less than half of its value right now. That was not the case during the meltdown before. So this time, where the housing supply is at a historic low, demand is really, really high, okay? And we've got people that have are in an equity position. So even if a market correction takes place, they're gonna be in good shape. They can weather the storm. The last storm that took place, we actually dropped in value by probably about 20, I would say about 20 to 25%, depending on what price range you were in. It quickly came back in the, after between 2011 and 2014, we kind of boomerang back from that, not very fast, but then from 2014 until now, the annual appreciation every single year has ranged between eight and 16% per year. So we more than doubled our home values in just a very short period of time. And I look at a chart once um, that I had a friend do for me, because it's hard to find this data, especially in the Colorado Springs region, to go all the way back to when we were actually tracking home values. If you go back to the 80s, you look at this chart, it's a graph that pretty much goes straight up, except for a little blip during the meltdown, and then we're still going straight up over time. So over the long term, real estate does recover. It's a good investment. People need to live. Prices will go up. Uh, it's really not a market where we have a lot of peaks and valleys. And real estate is very local. There are some areas that are being impacted by the current uh, presidential regime that's killing jobs in, in, in the oil industry and the pipeline and stuff like that. Those markets are probably going to be hurt pretty good. But the thing that's surprising to me is places like California where these have these crazy high taxes and extreme restrictions on life there. Uh, my husband just went out to visit our son who's assigned with the Marines out there in California. And he booked a hotel, a Hilton hotel. He gets there and he tries to check in. And, and they said, well, unless you're working here, you can't stay here. He goes, well, I'm just, I'm retired. I'm just visiting my son. I said, no, sorry, it's a state law. You cannot stay here. So we had to go find some local hotel <laughs> that wasn't a national brand because I guess these big box chains are complying with whatever state edicts that are coming down. So even in that state where a lot of people are leaving a high tax environment, um, the market values are still going up. We're still hearing about bidding wars and low inventory and all that. So there is demand that was not there uh, more than 10 years ago, and it's different than what it was before. And I'm sure a growing population definitely has uh, something to do with that. Richard? Well, and, and one of the things I think people should keep in mind is even if they're not a millennial or even if they're not in a position right now to take advantage of all of the advantages we're talking about in this hot market and certainly not be paranoid about a, a bubble that just doesn't appear to be there, it is important for them to get up to speed. And the best way to do it is by listening to this program every Saturday morning from 6 to 7 o'clock right here on 740K. 
KVOR. Or, of course, if you miss it, you can have your loved ones listen to it on a podcast or on Barb's YouTube channel. So we'll be talking about that a little bit later. Um, we're listening to The Real Estate Voice with Barb Schlinker. She's the owner of Your Home Sold Guaranteed Realty. Thinking about making a move, call Barb, 719-301-3900. Or, as always, visit barbhasthebuyers.com. We're going to take a short break. When we come back this morning, we're going to be discussing six things to know about houses that are not listed on Zillow. Stay tuned for that. 